everybody, welcome to the PC Perspective uh, show. Extravaganza. I don't know. Yeah, something. it's not a normal podcast. And I think this will be in lieu of our normal podcast because it is uh, the beginning of uh, Christmas holiday week here. Um, and uh, we're going to do something a little bit different. We don't have news stories to go. We don't, we don't have articles to go through. Um, <laughs> instead, we published a uh, holiday gift guide. We're going to go through not all of the picks, some sure. of the picks through that, some of our, of our ideas for holiday picks. And then um, we decided we didn't really, we didn't really like Josh that much. <laughs> so we removed him from the show just temporarily, really. Uh, we brought in our good friend David Hewlett um, to kind of fill in for him. Actually, I think the fact Josh just got disconnected because Wyoming. Uh, but David is still joining us uh, here to talk about some holiday gift ideas. Uh, welcome, David. Thank you very much. Yeah, if you, if you want holiday gift ideas, the thing to do is to go on the Internet and then you never leave. Yeah. It because is there's just too many damn cool things out there. It's a vicious cycle you can go down, right? Of, yeah, yeah. Of yeah. things that you want that you shouldn't have that you probably can't afford or shouldn't afford, or you know, we were talking about the you wife, shouldn't have the wife acceptance uh, uh, <laughs> factor <laughs> there as well, yeah. uh, or, or things to buy so that you can browse the internet faster or on a bigger screen on your computer or you know <laughs> any of those things. Yeah. Yes, it's the bottomless pit. So a lot of the stuff we'll talk about today is like PC specific. Go through some components, some general ideas, but a lot of it is not, right? We'll talk about drones. We'll talk about cameras. We'll talk about security systems, just other things that kind of have popped into our head. We don't really have – you can see on the side of the show, we don't have a rundown. We don't have any kind of uh, schedulized thing here. What I thought I would do instead is kind of go through everybody, say pick one of these things to talk about. Yeah. Um, and we'll just see where the rabbit hole where the rabbit hole leads us. If you're interested, if you're listening to this live or you're listening to this after the fact – um, you can go to PCPer.com. We have our holiday gift guide. It has um, the suggestions for the regular PC Per team on there. We don't have anything on there from, from David, but we'll list out links and URLs of everything that he is, is discussing. And I think because you are our guest, David, we will start with you. Uh, if you have – which one of these uh, uh, incredibly <laughs> interesting things would you like to, to kind of throw out there first for us to, uh, to talk about? You're being very polite and diplomatic about that. We probably won't get to all of them because Hewlett's just sent me, like, the internet. (laughs) (laughs) I got all these tabs open, and I'm like, well, we're not going to get to all these, so let's let David pick which ones he likes. Well, my my first one is, and I've mentioned this on Twitter before, but I, this moly robotic kitchen, the idea that there's this, this, just this unit that sits off to the side in the kitchen and just makes your food for you. It looks just, uh, I'm showing it up here on the screen. Yeah, like the um, that hand looks a little like that's uh, a middle finger. Well, yeah, it looks a little it's creepy very rude to me. Kitchen. Yeah, because yeah. you know chefs, they're very rude. Is Carol. that is that rude. robotic hand going to be wielding a that's knife? That's authenticity there. It's well, what's neat, and they have things like there's like a little glass thing that comes down that they say protects pets and children. <laughs> <laughs> oh. From from being turned into dinner, yeah. Like what's what's in that sausage, mummy? Um, <laughs> don't ask. Sausage, don't eat it, mummy. Yeah. So what what kind of stuff is this? Is this a real product yet, or is this kind of like a work? Uh, well, in this progress? is it. Yeah. A lot a lot of my things are are, are may, maybe a little a little uh, premature, but they're they're talking about trying to install these in condos, um, like new sort of high end condos would have these robotic kitchens. Right. Um, I mean, there's still the problem of. You actually have to put food in them to, you know, they don't actually go shopping for you yet, which is what the, you'd need the other, my other, my other ideas for. So, Alex, but, actually, move back to this video real quick. I'm going to play yeah, yeah, this, the video, this yeah, little the video's kind of cool. minute-long video while you talk. Go ahead. Thing, uh, 
Oh. So there's the there's the protective glass. Okay. So it's like motion control. It's like they've taken these chefs and they've they motion capture what they're doing. Hmm. And then set up the system in such a way that you can actually it just goes through and 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 picks up what it's supposed to and cooks it for as long as it's supposed to and it just seems like a I, I'm just I'm all over the idea of just not having to do with the boring administrative side of of life. Now let me ask you this: If I were building a robot to cook, I wouldn't. I mean, I, so I guess the analog here has to be the fact that it has to have hands because it is emulating what a chef has done. Yeah. But to me, it seems like maybe that's not the most efficient methodology, right? Why are you limited to two hands? A chef yeah, robot should be able to have think, ten hands. I, I think sure. there's, like, there's a certain gimmick level to this as well. I mean, yeah. I think it's got to be... It's also... The big thing is accessibility, right? People don't want... I think a lot of people <laughs> other than me don't want like some, you know, boxy-looking droid, you know, spitting out ground food and Correct. taking it efficiently. They want it to look fair. elegant and sexy, you know? So I can, I can kinda, this, is, this is their approach. I can kind of see the thing happening now. Uh, where it's like, all right, they bring in these chefs to this room with the motion capture. They put the little balls on them and everything, and they get, get the cameras, you know. And they're I like, think we have to do okay, that anymore, okay, but. you we could do this motion capture, but you have to you have to cook your meal like like this because <laughs> the arms are coming down from the That's top. Right. <laughs> so, and when you need something, you still have to slide. Off. You have to slide back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's Gordon Ramsay, like hanging from a rope. Yes, yes. Just, hey Gordon, uh, Beetlejuice style. And then, and then the robot starts cussing at people randomly. You know, it's like, oh, sorry, we motion captured Gordon Ramsay's mouth. You accidentally like cut your hand while you're cooking. Yeah. Does it also it puts a bandaid on? It just keeps going. Uh, did did we get Josh back? Do we have we have Josh available? Maybe we'll bring him back in here as we. I, I don't. Uh, oh, as we move maybe some he's our, trying. He's trying to call him. It's like a telethon. It is. Let's see if we can Never get. Uh, I might be able to get Josh on the line. Let's see if we can get Josh's Josh's problem solved before this telethon is over. <laughs> Not a chance. We can cure this internet problem. It looks like we a can. Man. We all just put in a dollar. Yes, if you well, just go to our Patreon. I don't want to set any false expectations <laughs> that there will be in any way any dollar amount that fixes Josh's internet <laughs> problems. Well. No, realistically, there could be. You got to leave people out. their dreams. It's Christmas, Ryan. <laughs> Even <laughs> if I got like dedicated fiber to his house, something would still run over or dig through that fiber. That's true, right? I mean, it's it's Wyoming. I don't know. They have jackals or something. <laughs> wallabies. Isn't no. that where wallabies come from? Like way out. Yeah, there. Whoa! Was that Josh? That's Josh. Is it bad or good? Oh. It, it should fix him. It should fix Let's itself. Let's fix him. Yeah. Maybe. It no? That won't? No. What is, what was it? Our, uh, Patreon to get Josh fixed. <laughs> Whenever you reconnect Skype, the game goes crazy. We're going yeah. oh. to pool together and buy him a 9600 baud modem. They, yeah. Ah, uh, backup line. Josh, can you hear us? I can hear you perfectly fine. Oh. Your audio you sounds better. He's on phone. You're on a phone? He's on a phone. I'm not. Awesome, like a like a telephone. Yeah. Yes, like, like, a, like a cell phone, telephone, a cell phone. Oh. That's a, he's on a cell phone. Do I have? Well, uh, in your uh, let me do video. Oh, he's gonna do oh, video. God. No. No. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> he's on his phone. On a phone. This will be the best episode of this show that ever existed. Now, <laughs> these, these uh, are the I extremes. Don't know. I remember you doing one from a car. Yeah. Oh, I did do on that. On a cell yeah. phone. Yeah, these I are the extremes Josh goes to. 
to make sure he is present on the podcast. All right. Well, uh, uh, as we move past David's uh, first suggestion of a robotic chef, I, I would take one of those. Universally shot down, I might add. No, no, I want one of those. No, it sounds great. I just don't. I think in that implementation, it looks like it takes up too much space. Like you probably. You don't need a person in that kitchen anymore. No, Although but you need does, a... I think actually if, somewhere in the video, the arms sort of disappear up into the cabinets. Yeah, because it oh, looks yeah. like it's just an existing stovetop. So it, if you didn't yes. want them to cook for you, if you wanted to be romantic, you could actually cook those eggs yourself. You could cook with the robotic chef. No, Ooh. no, no, no. Not while that thing's holding a knife. No, thank you. I would do it. What, what if you're really lonely and you like set up a... Uh, uh, a potter's wheel and got some clay and then got the robotic shelf behind you. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Oh man. Uh, Does David's level sound low to you guys? I sound right. low. No, it's, no not, it's not your fault. You never fix it. We'll fix it. Um, <laughs> let, you can't fix anything. Don't touch anything. Um, so uh, real quick, I want to run through some of the stuff. Like we have, so I'm not going to go through the PC components on on the first couple of pages here. You guys could go through that. They've got SSD recommendations, processor recommendations, yep. uh, a couple of GPUs in there. Uh, we've got some PC accessories in there. Uh, if you wanted to see, what was it like a a multi-purpose, uh, uh, multi-function SD card reader that was both um, for your phone and for your computer. Cool, which is nice, which is kind of interesting. You can see it on both sides it there. Sucks. Yeah. It does. Uh, uh, UPS backup, perhaps, Josh, would be another option. If, if only I could get that for Charter and their data center here or their, their head unit. It would be, be great. It would yeah, be good. Yeah. And then the, the always classic uh, external docking station, useful for, for many purposes, uh, whether or not you're working on somebody else's computer or your own and doing backup. Or recycling the skull trail icon. That thing was a lot more than $38 when we first reviewed it. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Most things are more expensive and then become cheaper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that one does cloning. <laughs> that one was interesting because it does cloning of disks, right? Oh, it'll, I see. It'll I copy see. from one to another. Yeah. Without- yeah Inotech is the, the most high-quality, low-quality company on the planet. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, they're dirt cheap, but they do what they say they're going to do. Uh, for some amount of time. Yep. I've, I've used one for years. Not sure it was that brand, but I've, I've been using that for that, – that's what's got me into so much trouble because I just have so many external drives sitting around. Yes. David subscribed to the, I'm just going to put some files on this drive and then take it out and put it on a shelf and then put some oh, yeah. files on my, the drive. My, my methodology was always, it's time to build a new computer, take the old computer and leave it, in it completely <laughs> in its entirety on that shelf yeah. or in that closet. It takes the whole thing. And then with the, with the premise of if I ever really need anything off that hard drive, it'll be right there. And uh-huh. then I don't. And now I have like seven computers that are all, you know, and I'm sure there's actually really cool stuff on there eventually. But anyway, um, so you can play Mech Warrior Two with one of them. Exactly. Yeah. Oh Mech god, Mech Warrior! I was telling my son about that. Yeah, there's a new one coming. Well, hold on, wait. What was Is his that... reaction, David? He's like, well, he plays. He's playing with something similar on the iPad now. <laughs> he's like, what? I was like, oh, it was amazing. I had like a special joystick. He's like, what the hell's a joystick? Ooh, yeah. You know what? That's, <laughs> oh, that's my son, good, you have much to learn. That's a yeah. good call. Like, it's been yeah. a long time since. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. joysticks, I can't and remember. Mech Warrior Online one. was okay, but yeah. Okay, have... Jeremy, wait. Are we ready for Bingo? What? I don't. Oh, he has oh, a joystick. Hey, there you go. Yes. Well, it's only because I I uh, program it to be an e-brake for my uh, racing oh, wheel. Lord. Of course, uh, of yeah, course okay. you do. Of course. Of oh, course. Yeah, one of these things. Uh oh. 
Yep. Oh, wow. Wow. I don't get wow. it. Wow. I wish I still had my Sidewinder force feedback. Now I'm looking around the office for a joystick to grab. I, no, we oh, don't God. have one here. We don't I have mean, see. It's you, kind of sad that within the first five minutes we resorted to showing off our oh. joystick to each other. <laughs> oh, I recognize that one. That yeah, one I can has, see the dust on yes. it. That one has an impressive oh, yeah. layer of dust on it. That's that the joystick. on me. So does it, do you hit that button to reboot your, your router that's right there, your modem? <laughs> is that how you... <laughs> I should try it. No, he actually picks it up and beats it. Modem. It just hits it. It's, it's going to tell you when it's going to screw with you. Yeah. Oh, goodness. All right. Uh, uh, so I'm, we're going to go through and just like... I'm going to go through people a little bit at a time, and we'll see what else we got. So after Robot Chef, I'm going to talk about that security system that we were briefing, briefly discussing before the show started, recorded. I don't know. Um, so uh, uh, we had uh, we built this new office. We didn't build it. We bought this new office, moved in, needed a security system for it, and I hated traditional security companies. They were expensive. Yeah. Um, they had like old, outdated, antiquated crap. Mm. Non non connected systems, or whatever. Yep. And I started I started asking Ken and asking some other people, like, okay, what are the new modern? Like, what are the hip people using for security? Uh-huh. All right, and the answer is nothing, apparently. But uh, you know, you've got like, what are the two smart uh, uh, smart? Um, who, who was the hip person that told you about this thing? My father told me about this one. Mm. This one is not one of the hip ones because it's advertised on like conservative talk radio. That's true. Dave, I think Dave Ramsey is one of the big uh, promoters of Simply Safe. Um, but you know, like if you look at like Samsung, uh, smart things and like Lowe's has a system, what's Iris. their Iris. Yeah. Uh, yeah. and then Home Depot has their own or whatever. Yeah. And they're, they're using like Ecobee and Zigbee. Those are the two like Zigbee and Z-Wave, Zigbee and Z-Wave, these kind of interconnecting standards. The yeah. problem is, is, and they have, you can buy door sensors for them. You can buy motion sensors for them. You can mm-hmm. buy cameras for them. Mm-hmm. But what they don't have is monitoring services yeah the back-end service yeah. right like the thing that connects you to the police or the fire department or mm-hmm. something like that mm-hmm. and so you know there's still some benefit to those types of security systems just in terms of notifications and recording video and, and kind of keeping track of things but i wanted something that if i wasn't here and the building was on fire the fire department would come yep or if i wasn't here and somebody broke in the police would come um and so simply safe is basically they basically took you know some of these types of things and standardize them in a way that they could sell it and market it to like old people and people who aren't like super internet tech savvy. Yeah. But it's using all the same stuff. It's all wireless. It's all battery powered. You don't have to like drill holes. You don't have to like uh, attach anything that you wouldn't have to like, you can put the, the it's, it's literally sticky tape. It's literally double sided tape yeah. pre-attached to everything. Yep. Uh, the base station uses a cellular connection, uh, you can actually have it use a landline too, but it has a cellular connection, and they use like Verizon or T-Mobile, and they do a check on your address to see which one is the most is the best signal at that address, and they send you the appropriate modem for it. Yep. Um, and and the keypads work. That was the other thing actually in those Lowe's ones and and like the Samsungs, they didn't have keypads for it to like easily type in your code. Yeah, like disarm. if I wanted Alex to be able to come in and and just disable the alarm without having to pull out his phone and do some kind of app thing or whatever yeah. or have a thing on his keychain it wasn't really an option um, and so like the you know you pay for all the components up front and then you're paying i think it's 19.99 a month for for uh, basic monitoring 24.99 a month for like what they call interactive monitoring um, which allows you to do all the stuff on your phone as well as use the camera uh, when it comes out of beta um, and they also have like siren. It basically has the whole thing in it. Yeah. Um, and I'm just setting ours up, but like the configuration is super easy. 
Uh, and so you're saying if you need to rob you, do it now before the system's set up. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. before Got tomorrow it. when UPS shows up. Uh, <laughs> yes, yeah. with, with the additional you got a window. Get a short window. <laughs> yep. Now it will still set off the really loud alarm. That's true. Right. So it will hurt your ears while you're robbing me. But so bring your hearing protection. Yeah. If you bring, you know. Yeah. Headphones. And try and not to let the dog fight. There. Yeah. yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. So for for me, uh, I think I think the the components that I got were like under four hundred bucks um, for everything. Batteries are supposed to last like five years for all the sensors, so you don't have to worry about like changing batteries often. That surprised me. Yeah, like a motion sensor that lasts five years. Motion sensor five years. The entry door sensor five years. Yeah, uh, it's not going to use much electricity though. Doesn't I mean? Is it? It's not going to pull that much. It doesn't have to do much, does it? Sure, it doesn't. I just am surprised you get that much power. That much. Uh, it's just a single like flashlight battery, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just surprised that you get that much out of it. I'm surprised know? too, honestly. The only yeah. thing they like uh, the the keypads. Um, they use double A's. Use double A's, and they say those will last a year. Yeah, on that. But it's just double A's, and it's like a, anybody can and swap it, out double A's. Yeah, like, and, and it you know. slides out easy. I mean, it. I was impressed with the setup of the system, not knowing what I was getting into. Um, and so you, I mean, you could buy those on Amazon, or you could buy them anywhere. And it's, it, it seems to work. I don't know. I haven't been robbed yet to see if the police actually get called <laughs> and stuff. And you know, I can those, fix that. Thanks, yeah. Ken. Yeah. Okay. It's one of those things, you know, you hope doesn't happen, but I wanted something that had monitoring behind it. It wasn't just like, oh, we take a picture of the guy for you and then we save it to a cloud drive so that you can see it later. And you can go, that's a guy that has all my yeah. stuff now. We didn't call the police, <laughs> but we sure have video of him. Like, can you log in and see what's going on? I mean, can you, does it, are you doing the whole camera thing and everything as well? Or? Yes. This, they, so it's still in beta for them because I think, I think they're trying to make it as stupid simple as the rest of it. Yeah. And when you get cameras and recording and logs and, and timestamps and stuff, it gets a little bit more complicated. They do Ooh. have a camera in it and it's kind of in beta, but you can log into it in your phone and you can see what's happening. And if you get an alert, you know, like a motion detector, it will bring up a thing where you can just click on your smartphone and it will show you what's happening at the office uh, there. So it, it will do that and it does do capture and record. It's just That's a matter cool. of I don't know how easy it is, and I think they're trying to do some things where they can match these events in the back end, and I, I, don't, I don't know. It, it's, it seems like a pretty nice setup. We'll see more tomorrow, I guess, yep. in that regard. But um, Sweet. Simply safe. Simply safe. And, yeah, I find it odd. I found it not odd. I found it incredibly adorable that the person who said – like I was talking with my dad about it. He was, he was, I was sitting there talking with him, and he was like – I was like, yeah, I'm trying all these different things. I was researching. I was like, oh, what about that Simply Safe? I had never heard of it before. And yeah. I was like, why is my dad making technology recommendations to me? It was. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're giving him bed recommendations. So. That's yeah, true. that's true. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, I don't know. J- Josh is gone now. We're looking at a ceiling. Look fan. At, look at, let's look at Josh's ceiling for for a second. Oh, this is great. All right, Josh is ceiling fan. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. Can you turn a little to the left? We're having an art house moment. <laughs> turn a little to the right. <laughs> he got really artsy, that Josh guy. Yeah, yeah. You worried about real... me not being in the center? Wait, wait, wait. You can tell that the boxes that are in his office actually extend all the way to the ceiling. The ceiling Go back yeah, to that shot. The edge there. Look at that. That's, that's impressive. Oh. That's pretty wow. close. That's pretty wow. Close. That's Jenga really... Champ 2016. He hasn't yeah. sort of fallen over unconscious, has he? Um, maybe. I mean, we'll never oh, know. Maybe. If only he had a security system, we could look exactly, at the camera. Yeah. I think yeah. he might need he might need life call. 
Actually, I think we should, right. we should set it up in Josh's house. We just log in and have a look every so often. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> can I don't you think zoom I and do enhance that. on one of those light bulbs to even get a reflection off of it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Call CSI. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jeremy, you want to go through one of your picks here? What do you got for us? Ah, uh, sure. Uh, and I'll go with the uh, kids one that I mentioned uh, a couple of weeks back, but didn't actually choose as my pick of the week. Okay. Which is Little Bits. Oh, yeah. Uh, these things are friggin' brilliant for corrupting your kid once they hit about five or six years old. Educating. Uh, you mean. Corrupt them with science. Corrupt them with science. Convince yes. them it's not scary. It's just friggin' amazing. They do little tiny kits. This one I posted is the rule your room so you can have some remote control over your room. They've got a synth huh. kit. Uh, they've got really basic LED ones. They've got huge discounts if you're an educator and want to pick one of these, one of the larger kits up for uh, a classroom because it's it all snaps together magnetically. So you're not worried about screwing everything together or not. Any of the uh, wires plug in uh, pretty much with a PWC connector that you're used to. So the kids aren't, they pretty much cannot shock themselves on even the low voltage that might be good idea. a little bit worrying for them. And, and they just snap together stupidly easy, but neodymium magnets, so it takes a bit to get them apart. It starts at that, but then you'll see the blue with the uh, battery there. Every single thing that's blue is related to power. Okay. Anything related to output is green. Input uh, is pink. Hmm. Any of the wiring connections are orange. Yeah. And once you start getting better, they've got inverters, double AND gates, double OR gates, NAND gates. So you can actually program physical logic with these things. Sweet. So uh, it, it's, you know, start them off in grade three or so, but this could well I, take them into grade six or seven and it's going to give them not just a respect for what electrical engineering is about, but totally just remove any fear they've got of kludging together something to control something else. Yeah. I, I think these things are amazing. And the basic kits are about a hundred bucks. Uh, the educator ones are two or $300, but you can get discounts on them. If you're an educator, it's I'm just, a, I'm an educator. I, I saw this in a make magazine and I'm like, yeah, this is utterly brilliant. It was a Kickstarter, one of the highest funded ones ever. And been around for two years now i think cool yeah it's, it's a brilliant idea i saw their i saw their kickstarter as well it's just it's that's that's the the, the problem i find with these things is that i get them hoping that my son ratlet will <laughs> will take to it but invariably it just ends up with me playing with them <laughs> <laughs> oh it's amazing for kids it teaches them all sorts of things hey shut up i'm working here <laughs> this, this is the definition of a non-selfish present that is technically a selfish present yeah, yes. I, I, I have a – so my daughter is almost 18 months old and I, I have – Jeremy has pointed to several of these types of things and I have found several of these types of things. I remember going to – was it CES last year and we saw um, – they had like uh, a caterpillar that connected and it had different pieces. And as you put the different pieces in line, it would kind of could create this program of how it would move and how it would act. Do you remember seeing this? I, I was I was with somebody. It might have been Josh. Uh, no. No. Hmm. Sebastian, maybe it could have been. It was there. Was this a dream you had at CES? But right? they had like this thing set up at. It was at Digital Experience. It was at Pepcom, and they were demonstrating it. I remember getting a card for it, and then like three weeks ago, I saw an ad for it on Disney Channel, uh-huh. and I was like, oh, okay. They actually turned into a real product, and uh, I, I love the idea of these types of things that are educational. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's somehow still fun. And but I agree with David on this. I would I would be like, ooh, what can I make with this? Uh, and then like, get away, kid. Yeah, stuff that gives you like you know it's a toy, but it also gives you base level of knowledge and something that you can actually use later in life. Like, well, you never know. Sometimes it sparks. I mean, sometimes you get like some kids will take to the, like one of Baz's friends is like, oh my god, you just like you show him something electronics and he's he's all over it. Yeah, Baz not so much. Um, you know, but uh, that's what you want. You just want to find something they're going to go like, oh my god, this is the coolest thing right. ever, and then that you want to be that you want to be there for that moment where they get that oh, this is it, and then you know. You have images of them as astrophysicists or astronauts. Or- and you're not doing one of the old Tandy kits or the Radio Shack kits where you're now monitoring them with a, a soldering iron in their hand. And yeah. Oh, like the heat There kit. are oopsie potentials because they're not comfortable yet with themselves, let alone with equipment. <laughs> yeah. This- I used to love those. Were they the Elenco oh, yeah. sets? Whatever they were. were they Elen- who were the... Who were the- What's the we name of the, the, the brand you used to get from, from, from Radio Shack? Shack. They had the little, the little springs, and you stuck the wires oh, in them. Oh, the, that was yep. like the 101 uh, electronics yeah. toolkit thing. Yeah, that was, I loved that one. Yeah. See, I only had the wood-burning kit, you could, you and could then make- I would- Heat off, heat off GI Joe's legs. So they had you. You wanted, you wanted like, or it was like even more than 101 or something. But you wanted like the big one because there was. It was always like this. Uh, if there, was, you knew, there was 101, 150. There was a 300 yeah. one that had like an LED. Yeah. Oh, and you could build like the AM radio because oh, yeah. it had the antenna. Like yeah. You'd actually have to wire an AM radio using these little springs. You'd have a resistor with two springs. Yeah. And the spring you would just and it had came with a bunch of wires that were pre-stripped. Right. And you just like stick the wire in the springs hmm. and, and like wire up a whole circuit out yeah, of I thing. almost fell out of the third floor of my house trying to wire that up. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I literally had the window open. I was like trying to wrap it around the thing up. Yeah. Uh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, loved good it. Memories. And and they and my it was like broke that one over her leg because it had the buzzer. That's the only thing I could program. Yes, there was a buzzer. <laughs> model, also, but I did. Yep. <laughs> yep. And it I, also, I just I loved the uh, the little uh, what was I got, what was it called now? The little the little gauge. Yeah, it had a, it had a it had like a voltmeter. Yeah, but it was like the magnet, the old magnetic ones. Yeah. The, yeah, yeah, with an armature that. in it and everything, and you can just yeah. see it. And and if you get like the super super high end model, it actually had like one seven segment display in it. I yeah, so that was young. it. it had Ryan like has no idea. LED. I still have one of these at home. I need budget. to bring it in. Like I think I have my Please actual don't. like 301, uh, you know. Set. That's, that's wow, no, I don't still have like you. Of course, I think I pulled mine apart. You probably did. I yeah. think I took it apart and then started soldering all the parts together. No, yeah, I could totally see that. Right. You get frustrated with the springs, man. <laughs> Alan, oh, yeah, yeah, you had a pick for us. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, Before so, we go uh, too far down memory lane. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a bad rabbit hole. Um, so we had uh. Some of the other guys picked some uh, NVMe SSDs at yes. the beginning of the guide. Yep, um, that's that's fine. That's great if you're a superpower user, you're building a new system that actually has an M.2 slot. But honestly, there's nothing wrong with good old SATA SSDs. Really, sure. I mean, they still perform pretty well. Now you have um, several listed here. You've got the Crucial MX300. Uh, I listed the MX300 because those are going for like um, 25 cents a gig. Nice. Uh, not 10, but 24 not, is good. Not 10, mm-hmm. uh, but 24, 25 cents a gig is still pretty good price. Pretty um, good. You know, when you're when you're getting a 500 gig SSD, which is pretty much a sweet spot for the average person's all their stuff on their computer, like the typical person that you would be upgrading from a hard drive sure. to this, yeah. right? Like family member mm-hmm. kind of thing. 
uh, you know, you're spending like a little bit over 100 bucks. 128 dollars on Amazon for that 525 gig drive. Yeah, and that's yeah. and that's something. Uh, speaking from someone who just recently restored uh, a friend of our the family's computer, uh, and it was like a six year old or five or six year old system, and it just needed to be just like wiped and reinstalled. Yeah, it took hours longer than it needed to <laughs> because that system had a hard drive in it. I spent pretty oh, much the entire wasn't it? I spent pretty much the entire time <laughs> I was sitting there praying for an SSD to just fall out of the sky while, and just stick in this computer so I would have just it to go that much. I got really close to just going coming like back to my house and finding an old spare SSD or something and just like installing it for them. But then you got to wait for all the stuff to copy. That's the other part. Like you got to right. get it all oh. off the hard drive, right? <laughs> yep. Like uh yeah, so it's such such a night and day difference. Like it, any family member you know so that your, still your, has a system with here, a hard drive. Yeah, is pick is anybody that's still suffering through a hard drive? Yes. Okay. Get them an SSD. They're cheap enough that it's almost a stocking stuffer. 850 Evos are down to 34 cents a gig, so you can get what is it? The 500 is that the 500 gig? That's also the 500. For 170. Oh, yep. I just posted today the 750 Evo. It's 140 for the 500. Yep. Which is this guy right here, 750 Evo, 500 yeah, There you gig. go. It's stupid cheap. Uh, oh, and yeah, actually, there's a ch- I put a little chart just for proof. Like, <laughs> here's hard drives <laughs> compared to where solid state drives sit. So that is a logarithmic scale of latency. So it's, it's three major increments over. That means that... Three the orders are, of magnitude. Yeah, three orders of magnitude. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's times a thousand of a difference. And the SSDs destroy hard drives. Like yeah. you just can't. When you can't go back, that's you can't the, go back to hard drives after the SSD. Exactly. That's. I mean, that's the. I've been saying that for years, though. It's like if you Did if you, you were gonna get an SSD but holding off, don't sit at somebody's SSD equipped <laughs> computer because you will you will be in pain when you try but to go back. I, to I yours, would say right? that penetration at work is no more than thirty three percent. That's crazy. Sixty six percent of the stuff I work on is spinning rust, and it, it's yeah. like the second I sit down, it's like. That's so crazy. Oh, the, but isn't that great if you charge by the hour? Install is going to be worse. That, uh, I guess it's great if, if you charge by the hour. If you're just sitting there and you can browse on your I'm phone. I'm not. I'm oh, salary. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. It's just depressing. There's like, so many like ROI studies out there on like SSDs in business. Like how much like how much money it saves the business over time. Well, yeah, because you're you're not sitting there waiting week, for these files back. to transfer. Yeah. I, I have a I have a one terabyte transcend. Uh, SSD that I use, and I'm, I got it originally for one computer. I now use it on everything because I just can't be bothered to wait for the hard drive. Yeah. When I do the copying, I just put the, I, you know, I, I yeah, set it going right. and go off and I, make a copy. I'm trying yeah. to think, like, when your computer used to reboot. Yep. Right? Oh, yeah. And you had to, like, open up all of your programs. Yeah. Right? It used to be minutes long. Yeah. Like, and that sounds stupid to say that it's fair, but it used to take like five minutes break. for the hard drive to like finish doing its start, like all the Windows processes in the back. And like, yeah. oh, I actually want to open up Photoshop and Word and the nine tabs I had open and the hard drive just kind of going. And I, I, I literally was like do, redoing the system. I literally took a bathroom break and I coordinated it with a reboot. <laughs> I, oh, yeah. like, I know I have to do a reboot. Okay. I went to the And restroom. there's going to be updates. So. I, I, I got back. It was still not, not ready. I was yeah. like, seriously? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I kind of honestly, uh, though, I feel like now my systems, obviously, all the systems here have SSDs in them, but I feel like I'm almost to the point where it's still not fat. Like when these reboot after doing updates and stuff, I'm like, <laughs> you're still <laughs> something like. It's true. It's amazing how fast you can get impatient. That's, oh, that's, yeah. Well, that is actually not so much the SSD now. 
like for Windows update cycle stuff, that's a lot of CPU. I'm just time, talking about actually. when my machine comes back up from from yeah. one and it starts to open up things. Like there's just some background processes uh-huh. that are taking longer than they should, and it's probably not the drive's fault. It's probably other things going on. It could compute, but it is very much a. You get used to it, and now, like, uh, what's the, the very what's the goalpost shifts? Right. What's the like, very famous? Uh, who did the thing on, on a late night show? Where we talked about internet and the air. Uh, oh, air Louis C.K. Yeah, uh, Louis C.K. It's going to space. Yeah, <laughs> but like literally, in the first year you had internet on flights, it was too slow. People were like, God, this is awful. And I'm exactly that. Like every time I get on a plane and I use internet. Now, to be fair, I think it's justified because of how much it costs That's to true. use inter- uh, uh Somebody's going to be really loud very soon because Josh disconnected again. Um, His internet's back. It's real Josh. Mm-hmm. Oh, is it? We're going to get real Josh back? Uh-uh. Well, not no, yet. we're not. Uh, I was kind of enjoying that fan. <laughs> oh, it was David. Turn it down. Okay. I knew I could, I could hear somebody it was going to happen. Um, but yeah, when I get on there and it's like I literally every time I'm just trying to open my email and it's not working. I'm getting yeah. angry and I go to like the the GoGo Air Airborne like support. I'm like, what is going on? They're <laughs> like, yeah, sorry, like I don't really it's know. Going to space? <laughs> it is actually going to space? Uh, no, it isn't. No, no, it's terrestrial. Is it yeah. terrestrial in the, now? in the continental U.S. It's terrestrial. Well, oh, okay. They're rolling out satellite, which is supposed to be faster for. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but. So we don't we do not have Josh currently. Josh? Uh, oh, wait, really? How does that sound? Wow, that oh, sounds man. Cool. That's oh, like that's a real velvet. Josh. It is me. We, we got to make sure we I'm still a real got, boy now. We got to make sure we still got David at the same level he was at before, though. Uh, do you want me to try talking? Again? There yeah, you go. yeah, we got, yeah, we got you. Perfect. Working. All right, sweet. All right, Josh. Now that you're back with us, why don't you give us one of your picks and uh, I don't know, discuss it? I guess. Josh, um, you know, I was gonna. <clears throat> put this as a pick, but I didn't in the article. Okay, that's fine. Because I didn't have a chance to try it. What is but it? suddenly I did. Your so, cell phone? You tried a cell phone. Oh, no. <laughs> Don't show that. Oh. Show my picture. Show your, uh, Josh's picture. Hey, what, what, what do you... Oh, his chair. Oh, oh he's he's the chair. A seated object upon which it's he the, is uh, resting the his noble. Is that a noble? Chair. Yeah. Noble. Um, it's a little stiff, but it's really nice. It's uh, pretty much all metal, which is really good. Yeah. Um, I think it's a memory foam. It's it's all it's PU leather. Is I, it? I, just, was, I was asking you if that was memory foam in that chair. Is it a racing yeah. style chair? What am I looking for it, here? Let me let me is. Google it. It's uh, so you can go on Newegg. They don't have it at Amazon. Okay. But it was Newegg uh, Noble weekend. Gaming Chair, and it's the uh, the PU two hundred eighty nine dollar version. And, uh, uh, you know, went together pretty quickly. Everything's really solid on it. Well, it's a racing seat from a car. Well, not really, but we could pretend. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you know, it's got good pump action. Yeah, it's, it's got does. Lean, lean way back. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Keep going. Yeah. Keep going. I'm just waiting for him to disappear out of there. <laughs> Actually, so those will go, those the, go uh, horizontal. Yeah. yeah. Well, this one does not go horizontal, so you're not going to fall over. Oh, okay. Well, that's I good. almost um, fell over on one of them when we did a yeah, review on it. Yeah, but it's, you know, yeah. it's kind of got an ultra suede, some pieces to it, and it's, you know, it's, it's, it's firm, and it's, it's comfortable, though. So yeah. it's not, so you, know, you, it's not you like don't, overly... What? You don't believe that the gaming chair as an office, ch- like the gaming racing chair as an office chair is a gimmick. You know, it's going to depend on the. Uh, it's going to depend on the person. 
if you want a plush office chair that, you know, your hemorrhoids are, are going to be happy, <laughs> then sure, you know, get the regular office chair. If you you want, you know, kind of standing up a little bit more, a little bit firmer, yeah. they've got the adjustable pads and everything else is in this damn thing is, is adjustable. So um, unlike oh. some of the, the cheaper chairs, you know, it's got kind of that front cantilevered uh, rocking mechanism. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, everything is is really really solid. It's German design. Ooh, yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, which I got means the, it uh, failed the emissions thing. test, but so yes. did you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, a BIOS update will will fix this chair for any or exhaust problems that I have on years. it. Yeah, there'll, be, there'll be a buyback. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway, yeah, for uh, it's on sale for two eighty nine. So I think it's comparable to some of the higher end DX racer stuff okay. or the AK racing. Isn't that what you have, Brian? Uh, we have one of each. Yep. Uh, yes. And, and I will tell you, like, um, as somebody who has, like, lower back issues, one of the benefits of the racing-style chair is that it seems to force me to sit up straighter a little bit. Yeah. It's a posture thing. Yeah. And, and uh, one of them, I think, I think both of them have, like, uh, lumbar, pads. Uh, lumbar pads for the back. But, I mean, you can really get that for any chair, but it sure. kind of comes with that. Um, which again, made out of the same material matches the chair. Yeah, and, and again, know. it kind of forces me to sit like an adult is yeah. supposed to sit. They yeah. got the headrest and the uh, lumbar support. Yeah, yeah. hasn't even taken uh, a real gamers sit on a yoga ball. Well, yeah. you try the yoga, the yoga ball thing makes your butt sweat. Or you could just like yes, yes it does. Get yeah. an actual ergonomic. Desk really, I just bought two of them. I, I've tried Your it. Butt will sweat, I, but uh, you, it's good for you. If you look around, I think some people make uh, like like wrap around like um. Some kind of material like padding for them for the ball, yeah, for the balls. So oh. you can actually use it and not like be sweating like crazy. I only want one if it has a handle between the legs, and then you can bounce <laughs> you on the, it. So you you can they sell the <laughs> That's 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 what I need. That was the thing. I know. That's I had one of those. Yeah, when that's I was a kid. It's the bouncy balls. Yeah, yeah. hopper. Wasn't it the hopper? I uh, that was one. Yeah, of them, yeah, yeah people so. are nodding. Yes, I don't yeah. know, but yes. I, I if you can if I can have an adult version of that. And, and well, because, you really like, want the adult version of that? Whoa, well, hey now, no. Because I will say one of the issues, <laughs> one of the issues with the with the yoga balls, like uh, whatever you want to, what, what are, they, are they really called? Whatever they are, yeah. The yoga exercise ball, balls, ball, exercise ball, ball whatever. If you, you want. if you want to move between desks, you yeah. can't do it. Like you we can't have to stand up. You have to stand up and yeah. move it, and then sit back down. You can't roll. There's <laughs> because you will just roll off the ball. But if you had You're the bouncy one, hard enough, then. if you had the bouncy one with the handle. You can bounce over. It's probably solved. I have seen uh, someone makes like a ring with like casters. Yeah, on it. There's oh, one yeah, of those. That, yeah, which is utterly yeah. cheating that because you, now it isn't trying to throw you, you off anymore. In. And it has back support. But yeah, yeah. But that's the thing. It totally defeats the purpose because the ball is supposed to be free rolling, so that it's forcing you to it's, balance it's and be off. Fix your posture. Core. It's so stupid. Yeah. I did it. Yeah, for one of the a office while. coordinators at work does one of those. And yeah. It's just, yeah. Uh, you, you've now lost the idea of it. It's like it's like then you're going, thing. Yeah, yeah. It's like then you're going just for like the yoga ball fad without the actual yoga ball benefits at all. I went, I went standing desk yeah. and then went with the, with the yoga balls because I'm hoping to try to get the kid who plays video games. And I, did the, I moved his desk up to standing mode, yeah. and he just keeps piling things on the chairs. <laughs> <laughs> so I just I thought awesome. I'm get rid of all the chairs and just put in these yoga balls and see what happens. But then, of course, my wife points out, you've just given – like he has friends over as well. So I, I said, oh, great. I got two of the yoga balls so they can sit – you know, she's like, what, what, what are two nine-year-olds going to do with yoga balls? 
Like you're gonna, they're gonna, gonna hold it to their chest and run right. at each other as fast yeah. as they can. Yeah. Exactly what Josh said. Exactly. Because yeah. I think I did do that, and now it's like a 26 year old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and all of that, those artifacts uh, from the Stargate universe, uh, they will be destroyed very quickly yeah. from flying bodies and balls. That's true. Yeah, not a good idea. Yeah, no. not a good idea. Yeah, well, that's 2017 for me. Here's the yoga ball. <laughs> All right. Did we miss anybody? Did we go through everybody once. I want to. I want to cycle back around here. Um, all right, David. What else you want? What else you want to touch on here? What else? What other options we got besides well, your? Uh, I gotta go. I gotta go with my crazy one, which okay. I, I don't even know if it's technically if it's even available in any way, shape, or form yet. But it's the it's the E Hang one eighty four. This is this personal yeah. aerial drone. All which right. You, I'm looking for it's it. For, it can sit one person. It can fly for I think it's twenty three minutes or something and you program where you want to go you don't touch a steering wheel nothing it just flies for you and it's to me it's the it's the car that we've always we've been promised since the beginning of zanz i see okay e-hang as it's spelled e-h-a-n-g 184 autonomous aerial vehicle baby go so this is a drone that you sit in oh yeah yep (laughs) what could go wrong All right, that's pretty cool. It does does look awesome. I I hear, I hear the Jetsons intro soundtrack playing just in my mind. You know, I bet, I bet if those rotors hit you in the neck, they're not gonna bend. Well, it collapses really well. Yeah, like folds up. Good point. How do you, how do you get into it? Well, uh, it's got to unfold. Got to unfold first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Hopefully, get, the rotors don't spin up until you're in it. That would be helpful. Yeah, yeah. it's clearly you don't want a, a one out of it. It's a one-seater. I think you could literally put, like, one tiny knapsack in there right now. But I just think I, I mean, it's entirely autonomous. So this, we were talking about this about with drones. And I went to, a, I went to this, like, this course on, on using drones in filming because everyone's all big on that right now, which, I, again, which I love. It makes all of a sudden, you know, films have these helicopter shots that they never would have had before. But um, I, I just don't think that humans are going to be piloting them. Like, I, I just – it makes so much more sense to be able to just – Programming a a path or a in, you know in the case of the filming in a, sh- a shot right. and have the 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 uh, you know the, the the AI take care of it and the sensors. Yeah. So this the idea that this is not you know the idea of like anyone being able to get into some little helicopter and just fly around the city is terrifying to me. But this <laughs> I just feel like this is covered. You know, this is getting covered. The the uh, it's only got a hundred kilogram load capacity. Yeah. It's it's two hundred twenty pounds. Oh, that makes me yeah. out. Yeah, I, I'm gonna have to lose weight in order to just, just, just use it. <laughs> and don't bring any luggage. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, don't worry, guys. It's connected through a 4G network, though. So you're good, David. Okay. <laughs> you can put one 16-inch bag in the luggage trunk, and the reading light color is uh, custom made. I don't know what and, that means. And Ryan will still complain about the N-flight internet. I don't. Well, I mean, it, it sounds like you're low enough that I'll just be able to get my regular LTE coverage. Oh, okay. Right. Well, it's 23 minutes. Like you're just spending the whole time terrified and hanging on. Anyway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like a roller coaster ride. Yeah, like, believe me, you're not going to be reading. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to be doing something else. <laughs> you're going to be like holding on to your parachute that you brought yeah. <laughs> with you. <laughs> Does it say what the what the what like that its maximum height is or anything? I'm I sure think it's wow. What was it? What did it say? No, oh, okay. it says it on there somewhere. It'll be fairly it's, low because if you go too high, then you run into FDA. Or FAA, no FFFA, FDA, yes, four hundred drug administration. <laughs> yeah, you gotta watch out well, for them. You might run into them too. Watch out for that poultry flying too high, man. It, it, technically, it would be food and drug, you know, poultry. Yeah, 
If it's got a right. laser on it, then the FDA Running needs to approve it. Well, do you want freaking lasers on its head now? Don't worry, guys. Yeah. Using, yes. Don't worry, guys. They use uh, USB flight simulating gear to safety test it. Oh, right. So, oh, I'm I'm so glad. Where'd it go? What, what does the USB got to do with it? I don't know. Well, they just it just changed the picture on it. What the I don't hell? That picture. Well, if the USB cord disconnects, it loses power. Yeah, yeah. It looks. I mean, it looks cool, and I think you're probably right. Like this is. I would only trust flying cars if people weren't doing the flying. Sure, well, that's it. Yeah, that's for me. Honestly, it's not the p. I don't. It's not the technology that scares me. It's the people behind oh, it. Oh yeah, I don't think of the number of people that can't drive in two dimensions, and then ask those same people to drive in a third dimension. Uh, no thanks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not a, it's like not me, for idea. example. Well, hey, I didn't say it, but if you threw it out there, then there you go. Like, yeah, I, it took me like forty-five minutes to parallel park on our first date, my wife and I. <laughs> And there was no car behind us. <laughs> she, she still <laughs> and I was driving an Echo. Toyota Echo. That's like the best car to be like practice driving on as a kid, like for, to do your test. It because it's like this tiny good. car. Low power. It, it, that Can't too. get in trouble with it. Yeah. It's, but yeah. it's, a, like, it's, it's a, like a tiny a, yeah. car. Yeah. It's a happy I think I had car. a damn Skylark during my driver's test. <laughs> nice. Mine was, a, was, mine was a Ford K car. Was it K car? Chrysler oh, K yeah, car. Chrysler. Chrysler K car, yeah. yeah. Chrysler K car, too. I love the K car, man. That was great. They had the voice. The, the, the lady talked to you in the K car. Buckle your seatbelt. Oh, no yeah. lady talked to me when I was in the K car. Oh. Yeah, if you have I do remember when that models, was the they thing. had voice. That was your the thing door. The door. Is jar. Yes, yeah. I remember I remember, oh, I remember being like jar. eight years old going like, what the hell does yeah. that mean? Who is this lady? This car's talking to me? The door what does she have with glassware? All right. My next pick is going to be way further down on the spectrum than David's pick. Uh, it is this guy right here. This is a uh, infrared thermometer, and it is $16 at Amazon. And it wow. reads the temperature. That's always Ryan's safety pick. It's, it's great, right? Like, it uh, is. You, everybody should have one of these in their house. And, and You'd be surprised how often you use it. For Yeah, exactly. For all kinds of things. Like if you're a computer builder, you use it to ch- uh, hotspot check on gpu temperatures the back of your video card the cooler yeah. uh check uh you know the temperature of the air coming out of your push pull thing like do you want to rotate or, or alternate the direction of airflow in, yep. in your chassis or something like that there's all kinds of computer uses for this or if you're troubleshooting, Daddy, i have a fever and can't go to work right you that too yeah cool. hit him on the forehead yeah uh check you make sure your air conditioning or heating is oh, no working. i'm only 90.8 degrees yeah. Probably dead. Somebody can, should probably take me to the hospital. No, he's a ginger. <laughs> you can make sure he can make Fun. sure your what gingers run cooler. Is that what you're trying to say? Oh yeah, yeah there's there's oh, no okay. soul in there. Oh, oh giving you wow. fire. That's oh, that's, that's horrible. Okay, that that's so better. horrible. That's better. No, but like your heating or your air conditioning, right? You want to yeah. make sure the system's working. You just point at the vent. Yep. And you just know what the I did that is. when when I came into the office. It was 57 degrees, and I, I was very worried that I was my heat had already gone out. Yeah. In this building, and I turned on the turned on the heat. And then I waited five minutes and did a check on the thing. It was pumping out air at 120 degrees. I was like, okay, we're good. Yep, that's working. You know, and you can use this to find hot spots, to- cold spots in terms of like – uh, ventilation, you know, drafty doors yep. or windows, and we used it to figure out that the old thermostat that we had was what five degrees off. Yeah, the Nest <laughs> and the old thermostat in the exact same location were measuring to the temperature five degrees different. Yeah, which is astounding to me. So we needed a we needed a, a, a like mediator. Turns to, out the to, Nest was correct. Yeah, and the and Nest and the cheap one was not. <laughs> figure there's a surprise, but yeah. still, it was a digital thermostat. Like, how could you figure? it? Digital thermostat is off by five degrees. What the heck? This is also like 
to me, this is one of those things that if you want to talk about giving it to a kid and just kind of letting them walk around and explore oh, things yeah. like learning oh, that the TV screen is warm or uh-huh. uh, that the ground is cooler than the ceiling or, or whatever it is, like it's just a neat toy to walk around and point at things. Which and is it's what a laser right pointer, now. so you can like you know play with your. Pets so you with can it. you can blind your parents. Oh, yeah, no, no, that no, it's not a laser pointer. This one doesn't have the laser on. Oh, oh, oh it's not a uh, measuring tape. Oh, let either. me see. Yeah, <laughs> no, no laser. <laughs> But, like, I can tell you that my beer is currently 51 degrees, and I would like it to be cooler than that. Yeah. yeah. But, but that's, know, the perfect, uh, that's the perfect temperature for fat tire. Is it? It is. Sure. 51 to 62 sure. degrees. <laughs> okay. Uh, the ceiling is 62 <laughs> from here. So there we go. And, and like I said, 16 bucks, and it's just it's one of those things like – Fun for the whole family. Buy it it's because hours of entertainment, buy it. as Brian is telling us. Buy it because you'll need it, and you'll, you'll wish you had it not the next day or two days later on Amazon Prime for 16 bucks, uh, right? Really handy for cooking. Okay, yeah. That's you want to make, make sure – If that, you don't have the robot arm. Well, yeah, if you don't have the robot arm thing. <laughs> Uh, you know, if you don't but have that, you don't have that to do your cooking. <laughs> does the robot guy have like sensors in his fingertips so he can measure? Probably. That's a good idea. He just like to check the temperature of the chicken. It just, just sticks his finger really in it. Sticks his finger in the chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I'm running a fever, robot chef. And then you invite people over to watch this thing cook. Cook, right? Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. Awesome pick, David. We'll I'm getting so much one. mileage out of that thing, man. Um, it was single-handedly destroying the future. <laughs> oh, no, there were two hands. There were two hands. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Alan, do you have anything else on here besides SSDs? Uh, no, no. Not really? No. What about rubber nubbins? Uh, rubber, no, no. Unless you, it, well, that... My, that drone pick from last week was still like the thirty dollars. It's still thirty guy. bucks, man. Like you had it in here flying around, and we're lucky in here you have enough space and 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 do it. You only, only I will. I'm impressed. Uh, Alan was flying this like thirty dollar <laughs> drone around. And it's you know it's low cost, but it's it's fun to mess around with. Yeah. Right? Which and one is it? It's a, it's a, called the Dramada Ominous. The like it's a company. What a Chinese and the model name, right? It's, like, it's, a, it's the weirdest Ominous. thing, but it's it. There's a there's a newer model, and the ominous is like the previous one, which is why you're seeing them go for thirty bucks, right? But uh, yeah, r- what Ryan's probably going to talk about is that I have been beating the crap out of this thing in the office, like literally, just like I'm trying to learn how to fly a drone. So you're trying to learn how to drive fly a drone fast, right? And into walls and into the floor, and like you did do that. Yes. Hey, I want to try to do a flip into yourself. I want to try to into myself at times, and then I want to try to do a flip in manual mode, but it doesn't actually flip quickly enough, so it actually drove into the floor inverted at full speed. Uh, it did do that, and and all those times it has yet to break a prop, even. It's true. Really? Okay, because uh, that's that's always my my complaint about the helicopter drones. Yeah, always, you're always losing them. Yeah, and I mean it, and it comes with four spares, mm. actually. For the same, it's thirty bucks. It's remote drone, battery charger. It's like if you just mm. want to toy around with one of these things. Yeah, not uh, on Amazon anymore. They're expensive on Amazon. Oh, they, they, yeah. went, they went back up. There was yeah, a yellow they're 50 one. Fifty bucks. No. Yeah, they were, they were fifty bucks now. But the, yeah. when uh, Here, here's a listing on eBay for thirty three bucks. So. Okay, so you can still find find them for yeah, like yeah. around thirty bucks. I mean, you can't go wrong. It's the whole thing. It's everything you need. You know, I, just, what, what actually what I was going to say I was impressed about was not that it was able to withstand being thrown oh. to the floor at full speed <laughs> but that's 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 okay too uh was that i was impressed with alan's ability to not flinch when he was flying it 
under modest amounts of control like towards, towards his body, towards his face <laughs> oh, area. Yeah. And then like, basically it, it would go. <laughs> and I'm sitting I there watching it. Myself. <laughs> and I only saw him like quickly dart away one time while he was doing it. And I was like, wow, it must have been really close then. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's a virtue or. Yeah, it basically, I, I've kind of gotten good at like it having it fly towards me at a pretty, like probably 15, 20 miles an hour or so. And then, like, like do this tilt and bank, like, away from my face. And Darwin not... would be very proud. Yes, yes, exactly. Meanwhile, <laughs> oh. Ryan's trying to get its temperature. Right. Yes. Yeah, so yes. hold still. Hold, hold still. still. <laughs> uh, and it has the greatest name because you could sing it to the Sesame Street song. Really? Well, that's what. A drama and a Oh. No, it's too many syllables. Whatever. Used. These are used open retail box in excellent condition. Oh no, these, these those. So, I don't know. The ones that I saw were like you had to get them in yellow. I, I don't have I don't have the um, surgical hand for this type of stuff. Really, I need the ones that are self correcting to fly around with. Can well, we cook ha- fly it? So yeah. so it has. Has. lunch. We've been on this all night. <laughs> it, it has a stabilization mode. It's just not that great in like in wind. Right, <laughs> right. Where you would need stabilization. It, it'll stay, keep itself level. But the wind will just carry it away. Like, uh, I meant know. more like vertically. It wasn't keeping yeah. itself stationary. Like I could, I could, I could never get it to say stable. It was either going up or down. But the, so the drone that you had previously had the um, ultrasonic sensors for mm-hmm. like it did ground. correct. And so it was just stabilized right. automatically for height. Correct. Um, correct. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy, you have another option here besides uh, the uh, uh, what was the that little bit army knife. <laughs> What? Keep going back up. This one? I don't think there's oh, enough yeah. stuff no, on it. I'm going Swiss Army with this one. <laughs> All right. What do you got? The Victorinox Cyber Tool M. Yeah, because, oh, yeah. hey, who doesn't like the officer's knife, which has every almost everything you need on it? Are there bits? Added torques and hex bits. Those are bits. Those are torques <laughs> and hex bits. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh and it, my they, goodness! They pretty much fold up. You need a little tool to sort of pick them in and out, but you've got, you can see the driver you mount them on up there. Yeah, uh, there's two of them. Uh, the M, which is actually easy to find, uh, is just over eighty bucks uh, American. I think it was a hundred and some Canadian. But uh, you get Torx bits, hex bits, uh, Phillips, usual slots that you're used to. Uh, if you get the full-on M. That includes the file, the extra saw, and a couple of the hooks at the <laughs> bottom that you see. How but wide the thing is, is this? It's not stupidly thick. Okay, that's what I was going to ask. Yeah, right? that's, that's not the like, $1,000 one that's like crazy wide. No, it, it's not ridiculous. I'm just trying to follow my links here. Yeah, to, uh, more. It's uh, 3.6 inches oh, it's long. Got that bit? Which bit? An inch. Look at that. And an inch oh. and a half tall. It's got the bit. It's got the thing for oh, the wow. thing on it's the back. The thing for the old. What the nuts on the back of uh, cards? That's, that's actually yeah. just the size. Does he work VGA? Well, yeah, sure. Just the size. Yeah, of the no, bits it's a double double use of that. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, for sure. No, it's just jumpers. Hey, this <laughs> army is still a thing. Yeah, they're still updating, and they're still totally worth it because the quality has not on down at all so this picture years. gives you a little bit of an idea of uh uh width so it's thickness not it's, of the not, device. Yeah, it's not that thick the, no that's, it's about 1.2 inches thick i think is what they said they advertise one of the yeah. tools as a dip switch center 
Isn't it the pliers? This? <laughs> yeah, that'll be the dip switch setter right the there. Pliers. <laughs> okay, guys, we get it. Yep. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Not pliers. everyone actually maintains fingernails that are actually able to pinch stuff. I, I, yeah, I, I mean, I always use time. needle nose for that hand, type of stuff. Has yeah. a couple of fingernails. Is that how you spell? That's a lot easier. That's not how you spell Switzerland, is it? Um, oh. Is that right? Um, yes. Yeah. I thought there yeah. was a D in it. No. What do you mean? Switz? There is a D at the end. Well, no. You thought it was Switzerland? Clearly yeah. I did. Yeah, jawohl. Switzerland. And now we know why Ryan can't access any of the accounts he has over there. Yeah. I just call them the Swiss bank accounts. So I know how to spell your, that your one. Your Swiss d- bank account? Okay. Must be the font. I don't know. Must be. Because <laughs> yes. it looks that's, fine that's on this it, screen, yeah. but it doesn't It doesn't look right. Like, you know, you look at a word sometimes, it just doesn't look right. <sighs> uh, Victor Knox, Swiss Army Cyber Tool M, 32 functions. Yeah. yeah. And honestly, dirt cheap because it's still got all of the old functions your original Swiss Army knife had. Didn't they have one knife that had like a one terabyte flash? Yep. Yeah. We, they were. It was two years ago, wasn't it? It yeah. was. It might have been like four stupidly years Stupidly expensive. It was like three yeah, or four years stupid ago. Stupid expensive. Like, like nobody had like a one terabyte SSD in any form. And they crammed it all into. A Swiss Army knife, and it was like, and it was like, uh, it was like, uh, it actually was removable. It came off of the end of the yep. the knife, like you flipped it out, and then like it unclipped, and you just had a one terabyte. All right, best guesses as to when that was. What CES was that? I would have thought it was two years ago. I gotta go maybe with, five years. Twenty fourteen. No, I gotta go with three years ago. I would twenty twelve. Twenty twelve. What is it? Twenty twelve. Five years. Five, four, three. A Swiss oh, Army God. knife. That's so impressive for a terabyte, though. Oh. Almost five. Almost. But five did they ever ago. actually make it? That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they made it. And I think for about twelve hundred bucks, yeah. it could be yours. It was like it was like over a year later when mm. you could actually buy it. Um. Mm. And uh, they made obviously smaller capacities of it, oh. like as well. Okay. And uh, I, I thought it was a really cool idea because they even put. A fingerprint, like a swipe fingerprint reader built into that same reader, hmm. into that same USB drive. And it was crypto. It's just, it's, yeah. It was crypto based on fingerprint. Yeah, and Corsair made a thumb drive that had a five-digit mm-hmm. pin oh, sure. number on, the, on <laughs> sure. it, right? And like, but this was way before those. No, no, no. The, the Corsair one with no, the five-digit the same year like that everyone went ago. nuts okay. with the secure USBs. Okay. Yeah. The thumb readers. Uh, the only thing the, I remember about that Corsair drive C. was finding it three years later, not knowing the pin number. It's like really pissed off, off and throwing it. <laughs> just like, you know what? I don't as, know what's on here, but it's garbage. As Ryan does with stuff yeah. in the office. Just throw it away. Just throws it. Uh, Josh, do you have another one you want to touch on? Uh, funny you mentioned touch. Oh, dear. Uh, making my, sure my kid's not behind me. Uh, I, I got him a Logitech G910. Oh. Keyboard. Oh, or there you go. 8 With the RGB, they went down uh, significantly in price. Oh, yeah. Cool. From like 159 bucks now to $109. That's good. So they got the Romer G keys, which are like you know, the, the knockoff cherries that uh, Cherry uh, no longer has that patent. Yep. So, uh, you know, feels good, looks good. You got the uh, highly programmable stuff. Their mm-hmm. gaming software is, is solid. It is really good, actually. It has become a. Very good piece of software for all of their components. If you have lots, and, and it, it does a very good job if you have other yep. Logitech accessories, like being able to match colors if you have multiple RGB devices yep. and copying profiles over and stuff, it's, it's really well. This is the keyboard that is on our GPU test bed, 
and it uses the same switches as the 910. I think that's what it is. The 910 mm-hmm. that is the main keyboard I've had on my desk for a long time. I really do like these switches. They're a good mix of um, uh, like quiet and performance. Yeah, yeah. They're not they're not Cherry MX ripoffs. These have been around for like three or four, like three have years. They? Oh, yeah. they have. Okay. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're mechanical switches, but they're not cherry mechanical switches but they, yeah. they are they are good and and i do like it and, and I, I like this one has the 810 you pick josh has like a, a, a really good uh roller for volume it's got all the media controls on it and stuff um that uh are, are pretty impressive so yeah so yeah with the 50 dollar price job the kid got one yeah good for and, kid uh, otherwise he would not have been getting it <laughs> Thank the sale. That's what you're saying. Yes. Ken, I know you had one uh, that you added to this list. I don't know if you want. Do you want to bring it up? Is it is it worth uh, mentioning sure. on here? All right. Let me scroll down. What do you got for us? Have you ever felt that you have too much free time? Yes. No. Yes. No. <laughs> then I have got the device for you. Oh, okay. Dear. Here it comes. 3D printers. Well, yeah. Oh, all right. They all suck right. up all of your time. That's true. Oh, mono That's true. But, Especially Ken's time. Yeah. Yes. But for $200, you can get... One hell of a printer for modern price. That's down to two hundred now. No, th- th- this is a it's smaller a one. Model. Okay, this is a smaller one than the one we took a look at on a video Ew. earlier this year. Oh, it's smaller than the one yeah. that we have. It's yeah. one hundred twenty millimeters by one hundred twenty millimeters by one hundred twenty millimeters. Which okay, you know, okay. So that's the largest cube you could make yeah. with this printer. Okay, sure. Which is the first thing you print? It's eh. a big square. You, you, you use it? No, you, don't, you don't you print, print a whistle? You print a cube in order to see if everything's oh. aligned, right? Yeah. Yeah, if you're patient, it's like the it's like well, okay, it's like the <laughs> hello world of 3D printers. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, so for 200 bucks, you can have this pretty awesome little printer that'll at least get you introduced to what 3D printing is, and you can decide if you want to go any further. Yeah, yeah. I, it has a really large community around it. They've sold a ton of these things. There are upgrades you can do to it. Uh, you can you can there's a firmware you can add. You can add that does Wi-Fi printing, so you can just send really prints wirelessly. That's huh. that's a big plus. That's yeah. different than what we have on mm-hmm. on the one that here. It's got too. a heated build plate, which is pretty unique for a printer for $200, of yeah. this price. Yeah, is the one we have heated as well? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So the the printer that we took a look at earlier this year, the Monoprice Maker Select, not mm-hmm. the Mini, is about. You can get it for about three hundred three hundred fifty dollars. It would be the step up from this if you think you're going to be more into it and kind of want the larger area. Oh, so that okay? Yeah. All right. This is this is interesting to me, and and I, I wish we had our three D printer set back up for for like I literally was asking Ken last week. He's like, hey, I've got these Vive controllers now. I've got these Oculus Touch controllers. Yeah, I need some place to put all these. Surely you need the little stands. What's the website that has all like the open uh, Thingiverse? Thingiverse. Like yeah. I bet yeah, somebody has made. That. I know they have. I know they had Vive controller stands. I'm yeah. sure they have Touch controller stands. I'm sure I need those to like mount on the wall or you put something on the put, desk. To put yeah. the controllers. Yeah. David, do you I have just any? put hooks on the wall. You, oh, okay, yeah, you did. Yeah, hooks on the wall, and I just hang them from their little leashes. That's a good. Yeah, that would work too. Yeah, yeah, because you've got. Oh, actually, I see them behind them on the right. Are they behind me? They're they're hanging by your window. Oh, yeah, right here. Yeah, yeah. Let me see if. Well, dare I move the camera? No, no, you don't need to. They're there. <laughs> so, oh yeah, I can't. See, I don't have as wide a view as you do, but yeah, that's that's what that's because I, I just got sick and tired of. I kept knocking them over all the time. Yeah, they're they're just in the way, and, and I'm always when we're doing testing, I'm always switching back and forth between which headset I'm using. Yeah, so I actually need a place to like hang the headsets and the controllers, and then kind of like be able to easily grab them. Yep. David, do you have any experience with 3D printing yet? Is this a, a hole you've uh, 
dug through yet? I did a, I actually went to the public library and took a 3D printing sort of introduction course because I'm, I'm very, sort of very curious about it. Um, and uh, I actually, actually, I sat next to a guy who was wearing a Stargate Atlantis badge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And he never figured it out the entire time. <laughs> Nothing. He, didn't, he couldn't oh, figure it out. Um, but, uh, he needs so, his card Yeah, pulled. so I started looking to see which ones were the – which would be one to go with. I, 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 know, I know I'll love it. I just <laughs> – I, uh, I, I also know that as a, as a killer of time, it's just if it's, – it's on par with the video games. Why, why, yeah. is it, why is it a killer of time, Ken? Like, isn't it just like set it up? Print it and then come back hours later. It, it's no. it's a mechanical device. I mean, stuff breaks. Yeah, yeah. Prints fail partway through. It's yeah. like the dot matrix level of printing. Right yeah, now. yeah. Basically. So what they need is the filament to come through with the uh, with the gears that had the hole punches in it, so that it keeps everything in line. At this point, I think yeah. we just need we just need this guy to come along and <laughs> you're not going to give that print, up. print our thing for us. And you take just, care you of just give that guy a hot glue gun and he got a yes. 3D printer. Yes, <laughs> hot glue gun with that robot. He just grabs the glue gun. <laughs> just hand him just hand him a hot glue gun. That's just it. makes the Perfect. thing. Yeah, there you go. But can I, I want to know? <laughs> yes. Do they have a plan file for Evan Rachel Wood yet for? The 3D printing. Uh, they have the maze. I've been meaning to print that. Oh, well, that's oh, no fun. That. Yeah, that's true. I will say we have, we've had a 3D printer here for a while. Like I have, an, I have a thing I want to print, but I haven't printed it because the printer was moved. It was in a box with other things that got jostled around. So everything needs to be like rebalanced and leveled. Yeah. Things, yeah. things have been jostled. It's not like – It needs to be realigned. So we're still not – and I, and I hate saying this because – Regular like laser printers still suck <laughs> for all intents and purposes, but we're like we're not at the point where you can just like set it on a table, hit a button. Like it should be. I assume they sell like self leveling ones that it's that getting are just there. more. Yeah. yeah, it's getting there. Yeah. That's, but even the higher end ones. Yeah, yeah. I, I I need. I just need to to. I just remember. I mean, you're right. I remember the initial setup for that printer being like, uh, oh, is it level enough? And you know, we take the business card and can you slide it between the nozzle and the plate?" And I've gotten a lot better at it, so we okay. can probably fix it. All right, all right, we'll, we'll do that too. <laughs> He's had a little bit of experience with three printers. Uh, I will say one of my one of my other picks was the HTC Vive as well. Yeah, um, seven ninety nine. Great system. It is. I love it. Uh, I have and, it. And you're picking that even having uh, even having the Rift. And the touch controllers. And the touch controllers. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that was like in my short little paragraph here is, and I still believe after having the Oculus Touch and the controllers, like I think the software system side of Oculus is better than what SteamVR and Vive is in terms of uh, the way it, it makes it easy. Everything is very compatible. You don't like Steam. Even though it's a great system for PC gamers, it's sure. not great for like people who are maybe coming in from a console. It's a little overwhelming. Yeah. The Oculus Store is better at that. Um, but the tracking performance and kind of room scale experience of the Vive, in my opinion, is still better than what you get with the touch controllers. Mm-hmm. And um, the touch controllers have some other advantages, like the ability to know if you're pointing or you have your thumbs on, your fingers are on or off of the key, so you can do different gestures and different interactions. There's some unique capabilities that the Oculus touch controllers have that I think are really cool that I would like to see come to the system. But in terms of the room scale side, um, the kind of 
uh, what we call it, the active tracking mechanisms in Vive yeah, the, are the, better than the passive tracking yeah. systems in Oculus. The way that the way that Vive's tracking works scales better with things being far away from the sensors because the accuracy and, doesn't change. Yeah, right. Whereas as as the cameras move further away on the Oculus Rift, they're they're the level of accuracy accuracy they have of reading the IR emitters degrades. Yep. Right. Um, so it's not it's not awful. It's not a horrible experience. It's just a little bit it's a little bit different. And because a lot of the software is like overlapping in those room scale stuff, I, I would yeah. kind of I would kind of go it's still expensive, right? It's still seven ninety nine for either platform. Uh, and then you still have to have a pretty good gaming PC to get there. Um, but but uh I, I I'm still a fan of it. I would there's other reasons that I, I would like the, I, I think the Oculus headset is a little bit better. I like the integrated headphones on the Rift mm-hmm. um, better than than the kind of the headphone jack on the back of of the Vive. Yeah, um, but I think I think when, HTC once you get past that you get. I think there have been hints that HTC might launch uh, Gen Two at uh, CES. That would suck. I think it's too early for that. Because mm. I, I think. How often do you use it? Like, how often are you on VR though? Well, I mean, Ryan so, might be a bad example because he's testing VR stuff. Yeah, so. the the honest answer is not very. If you take mm-hmm. out specific reasons for me to be doing benchmarking recently, the answer would be not not very much. Um, and how do you find? Do you get motion sickness at all? I do. I do too. I do, and 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 so I'm a very good case study for is this a good implementation for a game or not? What were we talking about? Oh, I was playing Dirt Rally uh, on the Oculus. And using a controller to drive it. Yeah. And because of the way a rally race is where there's a lot of um, kind of – what would you call it? Like, I, I, think, I think just honestly – You move back game, and forth. That game makes me motion sick and in VR. In VR. In VR. And most VR stuff doesn't. So I just think it's the way that they kind of set up the – you know, when you have a car going over banks and stuff like that and they have – you see the windshield border jostling right. around and everything, but you are but, not. But jostling you are around. still yeah. looking directly ahead. Like it just kind of something is just not set, not correct about that. Yeah, like you know, it's like they decided to go this route. But, with it. but in a game like um, Project Cars, where it is very much for the most part, unless you're running off the side of the road, if you're if you're just racing normally, you are flat. Like you yeah. are not. You're not kind of doing the same jostling back and forth. I don't really have any issues with that. Um, so it really is, is the cockpit around you moving, right? And that's the thing, like, if you play something like E-Valkyrie or whatever, where the cockpit is stationary. Yeah, that one really doesn't make you difference. motion sick unless you just are doing such it, crazy... It got me. It got me really Oh, it got you? It, I actually it, sent it, it back. I actually gave it back. It gets me if I... <laughs> if I yeah, I was really disappointed because I loved the look. Like, I loved the look. I loved everything about yeah. it. I just wanted yeah. so much, that immersive space experience yeah yeah and i was so sick did, did, did it was it when it when you seconds. rotated well was I, it I mean, when you i can make uh, like myself pivoted? sick i can make myself sick in that game if i make the ship do some stuff that would probably make me sick in real life well it was learning <laughs> like for me it was the it was the tutorial like oh. just trying to get through the tutorial i, I because mm. i was still trying to figure out the controls right yeah and then i was i was just and then you have yeah. that awful feeling of feeling like that for the next two hours. That's oh, true. Yeah. I, yeah. But it's sort of – it's so bad, not just specifically with that game, but I find that the motion sickness I get with the VR stuff is so bad that 
even sometimes talking about it brings it back. <laughs> like, oh, I'm sorry about that, David. We, 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 we don't just bring it up don't ever use it but ever again. Probably, I, I keep asking people about VR because I'm not convinced. I think so many people suffer from the, the sort of the vertigo or the or the motion sickness. I, I mean, think, it's not like a massive percentage, but yeah. it's a percentage. Yeah. I, I think where I, I don't know if I've ever had the experience in a room scale game. Of motion sickness. That's I can kind of agree with that right. too. The, the well, idea, that's why I prefer the HTC V. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. Sorry, I keep I keep trying to make it sound French. Um, <laughs> la vive. La, la vive. Uh, it just I, I've just I found that for some reason that system didn't bother me as much as the Oculus did. Well, it's because the Oculus wants you to sit and use a controller or yeah. a mouse and a keyboard, which is awful. The controller does not work. For it me. does not. Right. No. And and the room scale means that your body is seeing things that, and you're moving in a way that yeah, it's, it's expecting you. to you're move, moving, right? Like you're expecting so e- to move. Even yeah. when you're playing a game, right? And it's all about locomotion methods, right? So the teleportation style in games is what makes that work, Yep. right? Uh, uh, what was, what's the game Budget Cuts? Budget Cuts is a great... Where you're playing you, you and, and you're, like, you're leaning down and you're looking no. through vents and you, and you oh, teleport. Yeah. It's like a spy game, where, but, but it has a locomotion mechanic where yeah. you, you uh, hit a certain button on the controller... And if you haven't played, if you have a Vive and you haven't played Budget Cuts, you should download it because I think it's a free demo because it's only yeah, like the know. first couple of levels oh, of the okay, game, yeah, right? I'll try that. Um, th- they were so it's very fun. HTC's was so or um, Steam was so impressed with this. They hired the guy on to come work like at Valve Great. for them so to develop the, so the rest his game. Of that. So his game will never come. No, because they're, they're going to develop <laughs> the rest of the game. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Um, but you basically like you know just it, it all boils down to how you move around. Mm. You're trying to get from one place to another in the game, but you want to make it so you're not actually running across your room and like running into a wall or something in reality, right? right? right. Um, we, I worked on this caretaker game and got uh, and and tried it originally with the Xbox controller and was just could like I it, like it looked great, it was fine, but I I couldn't play yeah. it. I was just yeah, so too much. A lot but then when I got on the HTC Vive, I could play it for longer. Yeah, because it had control. Now it had controllers. So I, I would have to sort of I have to sort of you know you sort of pilot yourself around with one of them right. and then shoot your little laser with the yeah. other one. It was that was that was great, but it still eventually got me. Yeah. yeah, but the thing that tends to be like the least nauseating or whatever inducing you want to call it, but is like where you you make the effort to go to a specific place. Yeah, and you're in control, like you're pointing to where you want to go. Mm-hmm. Now your brain is already kind of wrapped around the idea of I'm going over there, mm-hmm. right? And then that's, I mean, I mean, that's the teleportation, yeah, the teleportation yeah, yeah, yeah. thing, right? Like, you know, you're going to go over there when you click this button as and long, then you as do. As long as it's instantaneous, it's fine. But if yeah. there's motion involved in that transition, but your body's not actually moving, that's where, yeah. that's where the issue comes the, up. The budget cuts thing is so freaking cool though. Cause it also gives it's you, a good one. it also gives you a portal to look through before you do the jump. So you point oh, the thing. you were telling me about this one. Yeah, that's you, right. you point the thing over there, and then mm-hmm. there's a port, and you're like you're trying to be a spy and like sleuth right. around and stuff, and look around a corner before you actually get to the corner. You can because you just make the thing show up over there around the corner, and then you're just looking around through this little teleport. It's, like it's cool. It works. Know. It's it's yeah. the, it's the one to one matching of motion and what's happening. Yeah, it's just, just a great well. mechanic for that. David, uh, what, what are these other? Let's find another one that you want to talk about here. Uh, we can do the Segway robot. You got Hololens on here. Well, I got Hololens because again, Hololens. It's funny we we're talking about VR. Yeah. It, I, to me, it's AR. That that's where I think that's the sweet spot for this stuff mm-hmm. because it removes a lot of the a lot of the problems you have with the fully immersive technology. It's not as to me not as awkward. Um, 
there's a lot of setup. I mean, I know it'll get better, but right now with the VR, it's just it's so it's just so much to it. Whereas this is just you know you're not you're not worried about tripping over things. You don't have to set up a whole room specifically for it. Um, and again, I haven't played with it, so I don't know. Uh, you haven't tried it at all yet. No, but I just I love the concept, and I just I also you know. I loved. I didn't. I never had Google Glass, but I loved the promise of Google mm-hmm, Glass. Mm-hmm. You know, and this seems to be this, I, this seems to be more of a. I got to try the Hololens for the first time two or three weeks ago. Uh, I was at a, a VR conference in where was that? San Francisco. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and the headset is very comfortable. the The complaints about the field of view being limited in scope are spot on. It's it's a very small kind of field of view in this early stage. Um, and what the, the the specific demo I went through first was like a you were at a concert, right? You were experiencing this concert, and everywhere you looked, you know, they had three sixty cameras and stuff that were generating the data, and you could and you were experiencing this concert. And as you looked, the audio changed, right, based on what you were looking at. Okay. And, uh, the other demo they had was like you could they had songs where the individual uh, uh, instruments from the track. Where you could like pick them up and move them. You can move the guitar here and the drum there. And as you looked at it, like the sound went right, went kind of where the the instrument was coming from. It, yeah. But the 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 AR side of it worked really well. Cool. When the field of view was in when place, it was there. right? And, and supposedly the first version of Hololens, the one that had to be like hooked up to stuff mm-hmm. and everything. Well, I don't know if yours was still. This, no, up. this one was a, was, was, was this. Right? It was the development kit. Yeah. yeah. So the one that had to be hooked up to a system and everything had a wild, a much wider field of view. Yeah, apparently. Um, yeah. So this really sounds like it boils down to just hardware, right? Like they can only get so much yes. power into that thing. That's wireless. It's, it's interesting. I don't know. I never, ever really looked into like the mechanics of how the image is being projected onto the screen. Yeah. But like, it was odd because as I was getting closer to the object I wanted to look at, it would, it would roll off. I would have rainbow effect at the edges oh, okay. where the projection of the different colors was kind of separating yeah. out. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and it was, you know, it was obviously a bad effect. That's not how you want it, how you want it to work. Um, so you kind of had to keep your distance from what you're watching. But I mean, I think it's clearly AR, uh, David is, is right. Like, that's the thing that will work in VR will just be a subset of it. Yeah. It will just be, I want to do a VR experience. And so it just makes opaque everything yeah like else. an ar thing right. could be vr yeah it very very yeah. well could it just blanks out everything else sure it's like it goes into it just moves into like cinema mode for yeah. you or whatever. yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. exactly so i i think you're right it makes sense the the processing capability or not capability the processing requirements on ar and kind of, kind of like doing thing in physical space is immense yeah like knowing when you're behind things or what your what your physical limitations are in terms of ceiling heights and spaces and all that type of stuff uh, need to be addressed all inside a headset, untethered, pref- preferably, right? Yep. Uh, and it becomes a very complex computation problem. I want to walk into a party and it see a face, look it up, and tell me who it is. <laughs> but see, yep. that's, that's what I want. That was one of the things Google Glass kind of they well discussed, right? I don't know if they yeah. ever actually implemented it, but that, that would be like the Jeep. That would be like the GPS. Right. Yeah. To, uh, to real life, like that would just that would solve so many problems. Sure. For me. Yeah, I, I 100% agree. As somebody who is very forgetful of uh, people's names, it, it would be amazing to have that information. Um, you know, and the whole thing of like when you're in a foreign country, translating signs, translating menus, doing yep. all that type ah. of stuff in real time. If you just had the, the actually, what was the name of that app that just does the 
something like WordLens. It's the Google Translate. Google Translate will do it. Oh, it's in the Google Translate app. Oh, yeah, because they bought them. Skype does it really well now. There was a little translator that I was going to put on this list. Because I was so impressed with the idea of it, but yeah. there, there, there was, there were, there were uh, spelling mistakes on their website. Oh, <laughs> so I was like, well, wah. obviously it's not, it's not translating that well. Wah wah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, all right. Anybody else? Excuse my voice here. Have anything specific they want to bring up? We obviously have the story at PCPro.com where we have other things that I've brought up and Alan has brought up and yeah. Jeremy and Josh and, and everybody has has some things on. And Tim and Scott and Sebastian have picks on the guide as well. Anything else stand out as we approach? This is the week of Christmas. This is this is the end all. I picked at least I threw something out there that was sixteen dollars, so that like you know an actual gift that can go into a stocking. Yeah, yeah. One of my picks was also a three thousand dollar camera body, but I went with the sixteen dollar thermometer after that. No, so you tried to balance it out. I was balancing it out. In average, that's only fifteen hundred dollars a gift. Yeah, which I think is. That's fair. Not reasonable. Yeah. Not, you know, teenage money. boys, I will tell you this. Teenage boys and monoprice are a good combination. Yeah. Because they have good quality earbuds for seven bucks to ten bucks. Yeah. And good quality over the year for fourteen bucks. Huh. Let me tell you, my kids go through these damn things like they're candy. <laughs> <laughs> it's well, like I got them a nice them. headphone, like seventy dollar headphone. Three weeks the thing was trashed. Sound doesn't work out of one earphone. Yeah, how have you been doing to it? And then I look and what they've been doing to it. It's like, yeah, well, the wires like hanging by a thread, and yeah, you know, I'm gonna drop this on the floor a few times, not tell you about it. I'm gonna swing it around by the cord, you know, the Mm -hmm. usual things. So yeah, I've been looking at Monoprice for audio products for these monsters. Yeah, David, you were gonna say say something. No, I was gonna say the same thing with the headphones. I'm, I'm, I just, I've given up. I go with the cheap ones now. I destroyed. I, you know, I got the, um, I got the Samsung uh, Edge, and it came with these beautiful headphones, and they were dead within a week. Because of you or your son? No, me. Oh, okay. I wish I could blame my son. And Model Price <laughs> is, is your best friend. I have to get rid oh, yeah. of, but I have to get rid of the cables. I'm getting. I've got to get some good wireless ones because I'm just getting so sick and tired yeah. of the uh, the cables. Yeah. Well, upgrade your phone, and you won't have a choice. That's true. <laughs> what uh, if, I the, if I go to the iPhone? Yeah. yeah. What was at the uh, top Samsung of Samsung will be doing it next year. Yeah. Probably. Oh, really? I think so. I don't know. Oh, yeah. They've already said they're planning. Like, there's been plans coming, leaking or whatnot. Fantastic. Yeah. David, what what was your son's like top Christmas pick this year? Pokemon. Oh, what? What? It's all Pokemon. It's Pokemon Sun and Moon. It's the Pokemon Sun and Moon 3DS XL. Oh. Uh, <laughs> It's the Pokemon trader packs. It's uh, training packs. It's 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 absolutely crazy. It's 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 all he wants. Is this new for him since the Go? Fia- uh, like yeah, that's what really brought it back for him. Yeah. I mean, and he's really. Uh, I-, I love that. I got to say that's. I mean, talk about AR. That's what really. That's one of the things that really pushed it over for me was like that is. We don't use the augmented reality side of it as much anymore, but it, it's just it got him out. We were walking all the time. We were, you know, we would go for three hours walks just, and admittedly his head's in the screen most of the time, but it's still, you're still out walking. You're still talking. You're, you know, it, it's, it's sure. I, I, I love that experience. And I think getting, you know, the ability to get a kid out of the house with a video game is amazing. Yeah. You know? um, but yeah, that has started this complete avalanche of, 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 of a- anything tangentially related to Pokemon. 
anything. Yeah, it's it's like it's insane. I I finally found these little Legos, little Pokemons of pseudo Legos. So at least he can build something. I, I'm struggling to find things that aren't, you know, that aren't just the game. But uh, but he's already seen the entire game on YouTube, which is what I don't understand. Like I don't understand why he wants to play it because he's seen someone run through the entire thing already. Gotcha. But yeah, that's that's that is definitely it's the, it's it's absolutely that. It's all all, all uh, you know the, the any of the any of the robotics kits or anything are going to be for me, and not for him. <laughs> As long as you know that up front, then I, I see no, yeah. I see no problem with it. Uh, unless anybody else has any last minute uh, uh, suggestions. Well, Alan's here. got my has my most expensive present, but the most expensive present I've been working on Jane for was oh, this Drobo that I had because I, in a panic, was talking to Alan about what to do for for uh, hard drives. Yeah, right. Yeah, so he's now uh, got me lusting after. Actually, this. yeah, it's it's that very model right there. The B eight ten N. The B eight ten N. We we figured out was. Probably the only model that could satisfy uh, David's actual storage requirement, which is insane. Lord. I don't do anything cheap. It's uh, just so. So I mean, everybody that listens to this podcast knows that I'm a crazy storage nut with just like dozens of terabytes in my home NAS and everything. And my jaw dropped when David describes to me. I'm just, I'm just simple question. I like, show you. you know, well, I'll get, I'll I was just like, I was just like, how much stuff do you are you you know are you storing on on all your on all your drives there? You know, could you give me like a ballpark number? He threw a number at me. And it was like, I think, I don't think it would fit on my array. Here you go. This is what I was showing yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> so he just has like just huge boxes full of hard drives. Just like, and they're all full, I assume. And it's and they're not in any kind of array. And he kind of has like, you know, he has to go through, jump through hoops to figure out cataloging systems to know what. It's like when we used to have floppies. And oh, you no, still have floppy. to figure out. It's absolutely. It is. I am. A, I yeah. am literally using these the way I used to use. Yes, floppy. it's the. He just transitioned to the f- the floppy method to hard disks, terabytes oh, of data. Than that, right. I'm, I'm one of those guys who goes like, oh, well, I'll put it on this drive and I'll worry about it later. Yeah, yeah. So, so I basically, we just needed to consolidate all of his stuff, and we're like, he needs something that's a reliable thing that is not going to break easily. And, and is robust, and we've tested Drobo before. I think plastic Tupperware is... Yeah, I, he needs a little bit... One step above good. the plastic Tupperware but container for our that, And he can do but squats like, and get a really good workout. Uh, yeah. It's a good workout. My God, it weighs a ton, that's for sure. The only thing that kills me more on the inside is the fact that I just realized by looking at his tub of hard drives that he just waved up there that all the connectors are down. Yeah, all the SATA fine. connectors are down, yeah. and it's they're the not, it's the type not, it's the type of out. it's the type of plastic that generates static a yeah. lot. Anyway, you know how long I've had hard drives. And you know what? And I'm standing bins, on, a, on a play on a play mat floor too. Yes, it's yes, not, exactly. I'm, I'm a static exactly. disaster. He's a static disaster right now. So basically, that's a Drobo. It's an eight bay Drobo. It's a uh, you know a few generations newer than the Drobo Pro that we reviewed years back. Um, 8-bay model, except this one's network connected. It just shows up as a network device, like any other NAS you would put on your home network. We go Um, with a 10-terabyte helium Seagate drive. Oh, okay. So he's got HE10s in there. Uh, I don't think it's full. Or you don't? Oh, you want. That's your wish list. He wants HE10s. Um, I I will say this. If you get Western Digital Reds in 8 terabytes, they are also helium-filled, and they're the same exact part that HGST uses since Western Digital owns HGST. So you can get 8 but terabyte. They're 8 instead of 10. They're 8 instead of 10. Well, the 10 terabyte model is not out yet in the Western Digital Red consumer line. That right. Realize HE10 is meant to be an enterprise part. Yeah. So you don't, you know, it'll trickle down. 
probably within yeah. a few months you'll probably see a Western Digital Red 10 terabyte or something. Yeah. Um, I think you know, yeah. If I'm gonna, you know, if I if I don't want to be too crazy, maybe I'll go with the eight terabyte drives. <laughs> yeah, well, well, those are actually very cost effective too. They're like three hundred bucks or less for eight terabytes. Right. Uh, it's not bad. And how for many eight drives terabytes. do you need? What? Well, well, he needs eight? he needs to almost fill the thing. So eight eight terabyte drives nets us what? Uh, well, you subtract you the calculator. You subtract just one. You subtract one or two drives, but that would give you sixty-four terabytes. You have to minus subtract yeah, but minus eight or sixteen both. from that, right? Depending on which uh, which mode you put it in. Um, you know, but it's a it's a pretty robust storage unit that's not cheap. Yes, correct. Um, but when you do the math of like if you were going to build a computer to be your network attached storage and then fill it with eight drives, mm-hmm. right? Like. Well, and time. Gets... I just have the time. I'd love to do that. I would prefer to do that. And I would like that's my dream. I love that kind of stuff. But I think, as you were saying, you're just like, look, this isn't about having fun. This is just about this is about just getting all yeah. of your stuff. Yeah. Sometimes, it. sometimes you just need the appliance that does the thing, right? That you don't want to mess with, <laughs> um, like the cook. Like, like the cook. You just need the. You just need you the just Sometimes the you just want things simple. Uh, yeah. And now, don't get me wrong. There are other. Uh, solutions out there there's like synology makes an eight bay model mm-hmm. it's kind of pricey it's not as pricey as the drobo is right um but synology there's more dials and switches and things you could pot- potentially you know do wrong sure right um drobo you is no i'm going to do wrong drobo is very much about just stick the drives in and it just the thing just works here's our drobo calculator Oh, okay. The B810N full of 8 terabyte drives nets you 49.93 terabytes with single redundancy. Okay. Uh, dual redundancy, you're down to 43.21. Okay. There uh-huh. you go. So I'll need two of them. No, you don't need two of them. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that once you start consolidating all that stuff off your drives, oh, yeah. you're no, going to no, realize got, that there's I've like... Got, so I'm going to find whole drives that are just exactly this. I probably mirrored them and then forgotten. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, yeah, the right. devil makes good stuff. Well, I think that's going to wrap up our uh, a holiday uh, special edition. I guess thanks everybody for joining on a Monday, David. Thanks for 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 hanging out and showing us the robot chef. It will be discussed for weeks and months to come. It will. I'm quite certain. <laughs> On uh, on the show, real quick, uh, give us uh, an update on the the project you're working on, the one that we're we're plugging here in your lower third. Oh, uh, upgrade required. Yes, we are. Um, we're sort of moving ahead. I've just done a film with um, Gerald del Toro, so I've 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 talked him into uh, uh, into uh, doing an interview for us for that, and um, and uh, I've applied to. Uh, we've been working on Sundance as well for a uh, for a lab that they're doing. So uh, uh, and hoping to talk to. We've just been in touch with um, Dean Kamen's uh, people, so I'm going to talk to. He's the guy who invented the Segway. Ah, okay. Uh, an amazing, actually, an amazing um, documentary. If you have Netflix, is Slingshot, which is all about him and his uh, his water purification system. But he's just an amazing, just like brain. But like, you, give guy. us the, the brief synopsis, like the whole synopsis of Upgrade Required as a whole, because there might be some so, people that have never heard of it. Right. So Upgrade Required is is uh, uh, basically it's a uh, Stargate fan that I met uh, who has a form of SMA type 2, well, the form of, he has SMA type 2, which is um, uh, a disease which has left him basically unable to move. Um, and he wants to become a cyborg using the technologies that are available today because he's aware of all these technologies, but no one sort of put them together to, to create kind of a, 
for want of a better word, a suit for him. And I, I'm just mm. completely intrigued by this because the idea that 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 this uh, that, that you could live as a as a creature of pure thought surrounded by this technology is to me is like every geek's dream. So I have been trying to uh, get in touch with nerds who know nerds thanks to the Stargate connections and science fiction and and uh, and Hollywood basically and uh, and and just try to put together both a real system that he can use and also sort of have a look ahead at how you know they're about about a, towards a future where technology will render disabilities obsolete so um Very and cool. then we're sort of using his story as the as the basis for uh, for exploring all this stuff and i am just i'm in heaven like it's just it's all of the coolest funnest technologies and 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 brilliant you know brain computer interfaces from these open bci guys um uh, Modbot Robotics, Modular Robotics, these guys who are going to help us out with some prototyping stuff. And uh, it just, it's, uh, you know, I mean, it, one of the things I, I got from Gervo uh, on his film was he's like, you've got you've to do what you love. Like, you've got to make a movie because you need to make it. And I, I feel like I, this is, I mean, this is it. This is just, uh, it's, it's incredibly fun. So, yeah, and for those people who may not be listening or watch the video version, it's upgrade, upgraderequired.org. Yeah, there's a bit of information there about what we're what we're up to right now, but it's it's changing all the time, and and uh, we're actually hoping to do a live show as well. I want to do like a a kind of a I call it the cyborg circus, so we get local people who are doing this kind of stuff because there's people everywhere. There's like there's, that people are trying to do this all over the place with with technologies that are available, and so I'd love to just go town to town and see what people are doing and and show them some of the stuff we're doing and get cue out this kid. Uh, uh, through telepresence robots and uh, like uh, um, like the Segway robot and stuff, and uh, and just uh, just get people excited about it because it'd be fun to see. You know, I just keep thinking like, how cool would it be if if the science project in school is actually creating an autonomous wheelchair or a sword? You know, I, there's just so many things that could be done right now that 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 um, that I just don't think are quite mainstream enough for people. So uh, it almost seems uh, to me that that people are waiting for something that is perfect to be implemented when. We have plenty of tools at our disposal where usable is more than achievable, but people just aren't. Is this something that you're kind of seeing when you're digging into all this? Well, there's a few things. I think there's, there's actually, I think we actually have, I think there are actually issues where people are concerned about improving ourselves through robotics. You know, it's okay to replace an arm, but it's not okay to make an arm better, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so I think there's a lot of societal and social issues that we're that we're working on, but also it's we're at the stage of robotics that we were, um, you know, in the early days of the PC. I mean, we're at the we're at the hobbyist level right now, and I, I would say I should, I should say that I think we're just beginning to get beyond the hobbyist phase now. And someone's going to make that Mac or that Commodore version of the of the of the robot, and and it's going to take off. Um, and I think it might be in autonomous vehicles. I think that might be what does it. That might be the the, the turning point for it. Um, but uh, once it happens, it's it's going to just it, it's just going to take off because there's so many things that we're doing, especially in healthcare as well. Like with um, you know, if you have the choice between a a human or a robot doing surgery, I'll take the robot. You know, there's nothing you know that, that it's going to do exactly what it's supposed to do or well, what it's told to do, anyways. Um, and you know, anything that's dangerous or, or, 
or monotonous for humans is just going to be replaced by, by these things. So mm-hmm. I think we're just on the cusp of that. Once someone creates that user-friendly version, it's just going to be an, an absolute avalanche. And, and then I think we're going to be trying to figure out what to do because what, the robots are going to start making robots and you know, we've got to figure out what, what else we can be doing. Interesting. It's it's serving lattes. That's what we're all going to be doing ten years from now <laughs> to robots. I don't know. I think robots would be pretty good. Uh, I don't know. My my uh, what's it called? My uh, Nespresso does a pretty good job. Nice. Nice. Sometimes I talk to it. Does it talk back? That's the important part. No, not yet. Okay, good. You have to have a lot of coffee for that. Day. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, thank you for joining us, David. Really appreciate it. Uh, and for the Pleasure rest of you guys. Always. Thanks for joining us on a, on a Monday night. There will not be a regularly scheduled PC Perspective podcast on Wednesday night because of people going out of town for the holidays. But we should be back uh, the next week uh, between Christmas and New Year's just to get things going uh, as we lead off towards uh, the hell week of CES the week after that. So uh, thank you guys for joining us. Uh, like I said, PCPro.com has the rest of the gift guide there if you want to see the links to the things we discussed today. Uh, and otherwise, I uh, hope everybody has a, a good holiday, and uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks, guys. Good night. Cheers. See ya. Merry Christmas and all of that. Ah, humbug, I say. <laughs> if you enjoyed this content, consider supporting in-depth technical content by contributing at patreon.com slash pcper.